0: Episode one oh eight. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller. Well today we're in the beautiful windy city of Chicago. Chicago. Today, with an amazing, award-winning contemporary gospel Christian artist. This Chicago native started sharing her beautiful voice with us at the age of four years old. Coached and encouraged by her dad, It's the Best of Sylvia Frederick. you heard the news there is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called mercy this is something that you have never heard before it's spiritual it's the truth unleashed with scripture delivered by christine mercy along with drums guitars pianos violins and vocals from singer songwriter james kevin o'connor yes a little bit of heaven on earth and just in time behold The brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single, is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee... Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby and keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It is Finished and yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band Mercy coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. On the Dharmic Evolution today, I am really lucky to have Sylvia Fedrick from, uh, you're from Chicago, Sylvia, right?
1: Yep, born and raised.
0: Awesome. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution.
1: Thank you for having me, James. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, so it's great to have you on board and, and you know, you're checking out your music and you got a little bit of everything going on here, um, oh. but but uh, I love your sound. So tell us just a little bit about how you got connected to music.
1: Well, actually, it started when I was very, very little. Um, my dad was a singer and uh, when I was a baby, actually just going to nursery school, Um, When I would come home and sing the songs that we learned, I would sing them to him and he would record me. And, you know, I'm telling my age, but this was back in the day when you had those big tape recorders with the reel-to-reel with a microphone attached.
0: Oh, yeah. I still got one. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wish they made things like that still. It's good if you have a vintage one. But um, my dad used to record me singing and then he started teaching me about stage presence and how to deliver a song and how to hold the mic properly. And, you know, it, it was just there it all started at such a young age. So he educated me a lot about jazz and blues and gospel um, from Dakota Staten to Billy Eckstein to Dinah Washington, um, you know, to Mahalia Jackson. And he always, tried to instill in me that you know just be you don't worry about trying to be someone else you can be the best you right and uh it, it just started there basically so you
0: were a, you were recording artist from from almost right out of the crib so long ago <laughs>
1: right you know what i never looked at it like that Kevin, but yeah it just never made it to the you know yeah to the world but yeah, I never, that's funny you said, that. I never looked at it like that. <laughs> Nothing
0: like starting early, right, Sylvia? Hey, let's give oh, everybody yeah. a taste of what Sylvia is all about. And this is called Sometimes You Gotta Go Through. Check this one out.
2: Life can be really fun.
3: We go through our ups and downs and situations thinking that there's no way out.
4: Chicken hole
0: Sometimes you gotta go through. So tell us about that one, Sylvia. What do you gotta go through?
1: Oh my God! As an artist, and you probably know this very well, we have to endure a lot of um, wow, transition, a lot of disappointment, a lot of rejection. Um, oh, really? Think-
0: Is that involved in the music business? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think, you know, I, I wanted. To- instill this into the younger, younger generation coming in because they only see the blink on TV. They don't have a clue about what the artist had to go
4: through. Right.
1: Literally some, some have had to be homeless. Some have gone without. I know as an artist over the past eight years, I've been pushing my music full time and it's not been, you know, the most profitable situation. I might be rich in exposure and opportunities, but at the end of the day, you still have to live, you know. Right. So um, the song is really special to me, um, not just about, you know, trying to encourage people about staying strong during your trials and tribulations. But the the person that actually wrote it was one of my, one of my producers, Brandon Johnson. And Brandon was suffering from diabetes. He, he actually passed away from complications at the age of 39. And oh, wow. I was with him the night before he passed away. And you could have not told me that he was going to die that next morning. Cause we were laughing and talking in the studio and his body was shutting down on him because, you know, unfortunately a lot of people don't really get serious about their health until it's like in really the, the, the very late stages. And, right. um, uh, He had gone blind in one eye And had a toe amputated and so forth But when he wrote the song He co-wrote the song with another producer He was actually speaking About his trials and tribulations And his challenges with his health And all the things he went through With dialysis and having heart problems And losing the sight And so the song Has won several awards From a lot of indie um, Award companies You know like music award companies that support independent artists and every time i think about how he wrote the song i mean it's so powerful the the lyrics are so powerful but you know we put a spin on it where in chicago i don't know about how it is in new jersey in new york but you know stepping the, the, the 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 dance stepping right yeah it's real popular here in chicago so it's a very popular song amongst the dancers because they they love the beat and then it's a powerful message
0: so, yeah, well, congratulations uh, on that. That's, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of uh, great songs are born out of pain. And listening to you, yeah, I get the feeling yeah, yeah. that you were, um, you'd spend a lot of time in church.
1: Yes, I do. I was, um, actually, I was there yesterday. I'm there every Sunday. I, I knew it. I, yeah, I serve um, at South Long United Methodist on their praise team. I'm one of the praise team singers. And I will be starting at a new church next Sunday, actually. So I'll be singing for two churches. And I do minister music every Sunday, and I love it. I love worshiping and uh, leading people to Christ. And, you know, music is just such a therapeutic thing that God created. And I just love translating love through song. I just love doing it. I love it.
0: So your Sundays are booked in perpetuity, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) Sun up to sundown, literally. Yeah. So like when we were conversating yesterday, I wasn't even home and I'm like, Oh my God, I gotta get the I gotta get this information yeah. to Kevin. I'm so sorry.
0: Well, I'm so glad that you came on. Yeah, that's awesome that you're uh you're so connected to the Lord and doing that, you know, you know, giving yes. of yourself each Sunday, uh, it's so important. It's really, really it great. Is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So tell me, like, you've got some awards here that you, uh, you were, you just like this year you had, um, well, you have another CD coming out. Let's talk about that a little bit. Faith, Trust, Determination. That's coming out this year. Is that right? Yeah.
1: We're doing everything we can, James, to get that project going. I'm actually working with a new producer. His name is Bubby Fan, and he's out of New Jersey. Uh-huh. And Bubby is already connected in the industry. He's working with a lot of different artists on major uh, labels like Malico and Triscott. Um, so I met him at the Rhythm of Gospel Music Awards. I was nominated for three awards. I didn't win, but the nominations are still there. And I met him during the workshop and he listened to sometimes you got to go through and he was like, Sylvia, I just, I love your style. I really want to work with you. And I'm thinking this guy's so connected in the industry. I can't afford him, but he's working with me. And he's like, if you just let me help you, we could get your music so much further because I had to learn in the transition of being an artist that your production is everything. Right. And uh, when you're shopping your music to the radio stations and you're trying to compete with the mainstream, it has to be tight. And, you know, in the beginning, I just didn't have like those deep pockets where I could spend thousands and thousands of dollars on production. Right. Um, But you live and learn. You live and learn. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You've got this. You've got the skill, the talent, and the determination. So you've got everything going for you there. So yeah. you were you grew up like you said. Your dad taught you a lot about music. So he what did. was what was the first thing that like really connected with you when you were a little girl growing up? Like what did you hear that said ah, I'm really really into this? This is the thing that really lights me up. Was there something in particular?
1: It actually was. I loved how. Instruments and this this is so elementary, but it's powerful to me. It's amazing how you can blend so many different instrument instruments to make such a beautiful sound, and each instrument holds its own place. Right. And and the fact that your voice can emulate that instrument, and your voice is an instrument. But the fact that you know, like I would get so intrigued when I would hear Ella Fitzgerald scat, and Mm -hmm. how Dakota Staten or or um, oh, Dinah Washington would deliver a song and the way they would just deliver it, it just makes you fall in love with them, like how you tell a story through this beautiful instrument through notes. And that's what really intrigued me, like when I would watch people sing and just how they would deliver a song, like, wow, they are really telling a story, but it's in harmony, you know.
0: Right, and emotional it's a melody,
1: too. so yeah, that's what really intrigued me. And my dad actually, he could sing. He had, he's no longer with us,
0: oh, but my so father
1: sad. had. Yeah, he passed away in two thousand four. He had prostate cancer, um, and uh, the thing is, my father had such a beautiful voice. He used to sing to me and my sister and brother when we were little, growing <laughs> up in the house, and he could sing Nat King Cole songs, uh, Billy Dye songs. Uh, James in- not James Ingram, the gentleman. Oh my God, my age is showing. Uh, I keep, when I think of the name of the other artist, I'll share it with y'all. May blurt it out like, "Oh, yeah, James, is that?" Yeah. But, oh, um, James
0: Ingram was—he's amazing. He was just he like is a...
1: amazing. Yeah. But it's uh, Larry Graham is who I was thinking about. Okay. One in a million. Yeah. Right. And my dad could sing the the pain off that song, and and so, um growing up with someone that was so passionate, he didn't get to pursue his music career, but he instilled it in me, you know, and he was just like my, he was just team Sylvia all the way. And I miss that a lot because I don't have a lot of family that supports what I do. And, um, some of them feel like I don't have the gift to get out here and do it professionally. Right. But my dad never, he, he saw something different and I, you know, I'm so grateful that he did. I'm so grateful that he instilled in me, even when I was little, that you have this baby and just be you. Don't worry about trying to sound like someone else because let's face it, in the in the Baptist church, they're used to a certain sound. And you heard my music, James. and right. uh, You know, they're more used to a traditional sound where I'm more of a contemporary. I'm not Mahalia Jackson and... You know, uh, Patty Labelle, but I'm Sylvia-centric, and that's all I could be. I could just be
0: her. Right. Um, so, that's all you need to do. Just be who it. you are. That's right.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. the
0: Lord loves your sound for who you are.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Thank hey, God. tell me, tell me about um your freshman CD, Sister Under God's Construction. <laughs> now I know this oh. is not a construction site on uh, Park <laughs> Avenue in Manhattan. So, so, so give us a story on Sister under God's construction. I love that. That's so cool.
1: (laughs) I had to because (laughs) Sylvia is just an everyday girl that just tries to be herself and I'm not perfect by any means. And when I um, created the the CD, I wanted it to be uh, a product that people felt like they can connect to and relate to that this young lady may be singing gospel, but She's being real about her walk. She's not pretending like she's this perfect person that's never had sin in her life and has always had great things happen. I just wanted to be raw. And that's what sister under God's construction is. And I'm still being worked on. God is still working with me. I'm not perfect. I go through the same challenges and heartbreaks and And things that everybody else does, but I just want to share with you that we all can get through this, you know, you can get through it. You just have to stay connected with God, and there's no way around that.
0: Right, right. Well, I love your tenacity, and I love the way you spelled it. S-I-S-T-H-A. (laughs) Sista. Yeah. Yeah. You went. You went all the way. You just took this one to the bank, Help didn't you?
1: Come on now, somebody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And then you, uh, you also, um, you, you had the 2010 Black Essence Award, along with nomination for Gospels Music's Rising Star for the yeah. 2012 Chicago Gospel Jubilee Award. So tell us about that. That's some pretty great stuff happening to you.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. Um, when I found out about the nominations for the Black Essence, um, it was an organization out of uh, Michigan, and I, to this day, I don't remember how this lady found out about me. I don't know if she went on my Reverb Nation page or, you know, my website or someone shared my music with her. But at the time, she was honoring artists and authors that were you know, in the grassroots, but was making a, a, a noise about themselves. And so when I received the nomination, when I found out about it, James, I was actually in LA at the time. I had, um, I used to do my own management and advertising and marketing. And, and I do it still to this day. I have a a, a, co- a manager, but I still have to help. You know how that, that goes. Right. Um, But uh, when I found out about it, I was in California. In LA, I had gone on a 10-day tour out there. Um, I was trying to reach out to churches, and believe it or not, nobody from a church called me. All the clubs called me back, but not churches. Isn't that something? Yeah. So when she called me and told me that you had been nominated um, for the Black Essence Award, you know, we um, really admire your tenacity and how you've um, promoted yourself and put yourself out there as an independent artist, where a lot of artists, they think that they make this one song and they put it out there and then they're on the Grammys and it just doesn't work that way. You, it, There's a lot of work. Right. And what I had to do was, I come from a corporate American background, corporate American background. So I had to pretend like I was Sony promoting an artist. I had to have put myself in that mindset because if you sit around and wait, you won't get a phone call. I mean, you have to put yourself out there. Um, there's so many free platform uh when you don't have deep pockets even though eventually it does take money to make money and let's just be real about that but um i spent so much time pushing myself when i first released Sister under god's destruction i didn't have a marketing team behind me i didn't have deep pockets at all i was in the real estate industry the market had crashed and I really thought that my real estate career was going to fund my music career. Right? Duh, that didn't happen. Everything just fell at the same time. So I had to go into this mindset like, okay, Sylvia, you got to pretend like you're Sony Records and you're featuring, you're trying to promote your artist and you got to get on the phone and make people want to hire you, make them want to hear your music, push it out there, use whatever social media platforms you can to get yourself out there. And and they watched all of that and they followed that and that's how that became with the um with the Black Essence nomination. Wow And again to this day I still it's weird. I don't really remember how she, she found out about me, but you never know who's watching you. You yeah. never know who's paying attention.
0: Well, one of the things I have to admire about you, Sylvia, is it's all about the hustle and you get that. I mean you just yes. went, you know, you just go and you do the work and um You know, that's all of us indie artists have to do that. It's like we have to do the work, you know, and uh, it's critically important to do that. Hey, I want to play another one here, and this is called Gentle Breeze. So let's listen to
5: this one.
3: I'm so glad. Still. Guarantee that you and I will be together till eternity. It's all up to me.
0: gentle breeze that was really nice Sylvia tell us about that song where did that come from that gentle breeze
1: oh wow gentle breeze actually came from a dream I um, was asleep and I was dreaming and uh, and this is a true story I woke up out of my sleep because it was just like I was somewhere in clouds and these lyrics started coming to me in my sleep and I woke up and you know we keep writers. You know we keep t- sticky notes and pads next to the bed all the time. Yeah. So it stands and paper, because you never know. Well, wait, so wait. I got have-
0: a. I got a new title for you. You just came up with it. Breeze from a dream. Write that one down. So. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna write that down. Breeze
4: so, from a dream. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so, so I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I do no, this all but the that's time. good.
1: You get up, you say I'm pissed. Yeah. okay. Breeze from a Dream,
0: Breeze from a Dream by yeah. A Sylvia. Yeah, <laughs> check that out. It's coming out in her next Grammy nominated song, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, so. <laughs> I will that in Jesus' name.
1: Okay,
0: yeah. now, so go ahead with the story that I, I didn't need yeah. to interrupt, but you've oh, given me pearls I mean, here, girl. Yeah,
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> it uh, actually, it, honestly, this is honest to God truth. I woke up and I just started. I tears just started coming down my face and I just started writing and I just started writing and I couldn't stop. And that's, that's how I wrote the song. It came to me. So I don't know if my dad put it in my spirit or who, but, um, I went in when I recorded it, I only did it like in two takes. And because one of the notes, the producer was like, at the time the guy was working with, he was like, I just need you to sing it one more time. But he said he loved the first version, and I think he just like cut and paste a little part, and we went with it. And actually, I was awarded uh, through post productions. Uh, I have the I didn't think to put the pulley awards, and I'm sorry, but I just won again uh, for General Breeze through post productions, which is a a, pro, a company spearheaded by Dougie Fresh and Kevin James, and they are um organization that honors independent artists and I won uh again for Best Contemporary Song and the year before it won an award for uh Best Neil Soul Gospel Song. Wow. And and people and it's just a simple song. It's not like, you know, it's just a simple song with the acoustic guitar and everything. And and people just seem to love that song. They said that when they hear that, they feel the presence of God. And it, it definitely is a love song about him. That's who it's about.
0: Yeah, so, And it's got, you uh, captured the emotion, though. That's what it's all about, you know. Simple is good, you know. I think I think God yeah. loves simple.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kevin, I'm, I could call you James Kevin. I'm sorry, but.
0: Either one, James is fine.
1: One, so you answer to both, cool. Yeah. Um, the change of something that my dad, when he kept telling me to be myself, he knew that I was not that singer that the traditional the traditionals Baptist church really embraced. Right. And so he always just tried to tell me, just be you. Don't worry about all that other, you know, stuff. Just be Sylvia. Right. And when people hear that song, they're like, That's a song that Everybody Can't Sing, and I never looked at it like that. Someone had told me that, um, actually, you know who told me that was, um, I had the pleasure of meeting the emotions, all three sisters. It was an event here in Chicago a few years back, and the girls were here um, visiting. What well, is this is their home. Right. And um, I spoke with Wanda. They listened to the music. She was like Sylvia, "That's just a song and that's something they could sing because of their the way their voices are." Yeah. But she said, "Embrace that, embrace it," and I've embraced it.
0: Good for you. Good for you. Are you guys digging these sounds and this story, or what? Right back with Sylvia after this short break. You know, in today's world, most people are struggling with something. It may be someone in your life who has a serious illness, a family member who has been incarcerated, death of a loved one, job loss, or one of the many, many challenges we find ourselves immersed in. There is good news, however. And I'm here to tell you about Christine Mercy, spiritual teacher, seminary professor, and songwriter. Christine Mercy, who loves and deeply cares for all people, regardless of race, age, or creed. Dr. Mercy has a powerful ministry called Mercy Worldwide Ministries. This ministry cares for the sick and the dying and the disabled. If you have a need for prayer or perhaps a project that requires support, reach out today at mercyworldwideministries.com. Let's face it, we all need a trusted mother figure to give us a hand up from time to time. Reach out to mercyworldwideministries.com today and check out the programs and resources available to you. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Hey, um, you know, being, being a uh, musician and a singer and a songwriter, everything... Um, what is your what is your go to format? Do you have one for writing, or is it just when the moment hits you? Are you very disciplined about when you write, what time of day? Like, take us through your process. The, the best you know possible uh, world for you. How is that? How does that manifest when you're like ready to write? What's your perfect writing day?
1: My perfect writing day is that I have to literally take time. And um, I drive to the lakefront. I take my chair. I have some places that I don't share with people where I go to have some serenity time, tranquility, um, because in the hustle and bustle of, of, you know, trying to work and survive and do your music, it's very hard for me um, to focus. So I have to have, go, I have a place that I go to where I can just sit and meditate and things come to me in that manner. And then too, a lot of times I, like I, I keep a pad in my purse because sometimes I could be driving down the road and something will come and I'm like, oh my God, I, I got to write that down, you know? Right. Um, but that's really how I, I have to do it these days. I used to could be able to sit down and write, but I've been experiencing writer's block for the past couple of years. So that's why I had to realize that maybe I have to shift my gears and find another way where I can melt down and really write.
0: Oh, well, that's all over it. And, you know, God just told me your your writer's block ended just a few minutes ago. And it starts with breeze from a dream. And then the the uh, the wells will flow. I'm telling you.
4: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. you're gonna you're gonna
0: you're gonna like you're gonna unleash a whole new vein of creativity after this show. I can feel it already.
1: Oh wow.
0: You know, you do the same thing I do. I love being in nature. Like, you know, I, I got the same thing going. I got all these little spots, you know, that I go when I wanna write. It's not I mean, I can kind of do it anywhere, but I, I I like just being able to the, the wonderful thing about writing is it's the flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, you don't yes. need much. You have a li- your little iPhone for the recorder and just grab a guitar or just a notebook sometimes. You don't even need an yeah. instrument all the time. But, yeah. um, but I'm yeah. the same way. Like notebooks <laughs> everywhere. Just like they're just everywhere. You know, they're in everywhere, the car, literally. they're in the backpack, they're in my, on my desk. I've got like six of them here. But yeah. um, and then, you know, my, my table right now, because I'm in the middle of a project, has like legal pads all over it. And there's titles and there's just pages and pages of stuff
4: that I'm sifting
0: through. But um, I just love the process. It's kind of like, you know, it's always kind of a little miracle. Like when you start out with a blank sheet of paper and you're kind of staring at it. And then, you know, a few hours later, you know, you have something, you don't always, you know, knock it out of the park every time, but you keep trying. And and sometimes you get a bunch of singles and then all of a sudden you, you, you put them together and something cool comes out of it.
1: Something cool comes out of it. Yeah. Most definitely.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think one of the cool things about, I love doing this show is that we all get a chance to inspire one another with our music. Um, And for yeah. me, it's always a rush when I hear somebody like you Uh, Or somebody from Australia or London or wherever. And, you know, I'm listening and I'm like, wow, this this music is just, you know, I just love what they're doing. And it just, it's so inspiring, you know? It's really cool.
1: Thank you for doing what you do.
0: Oh, I love it. Thank you for for being here. Hey, um, oh, let me thanks. ask you this, Sylvia. Um, what about the live scene now? Um, have you have you been performing out and like when you do perform? What's your favorite thing to do? Do you do you do with a go out with a band? Do you sing in churches? Do you use track mixes? How do you get your music out there live uh, for people to enjoy it?
1: Actually, some of everything, like, for example, last week when I performed for the Post Productions uh, Exposing Awards, you know, it wasn't a budget for me to have the band, so I had to do background tracks. Um, when I perform, like, at some of the major venues here and I have the band, I actually love performing more with the band because, you know, you're kind of limited with the track. And I love performing with the with the, the band, the live band with the keys and the drums and the guitar and we can feed off of each other. Right. And I could just really, really, you know, let go. So it's a it's actually a combination of everything, background tracks, um, instruments, um, and so in the church it's like we have a band at the church and you know, we get to minister and and it's just like amazing just having the band at the church and then um you know depending on a lot of times the person that hires me it depends on their budget you know how that goes yeah they want the band but they've got they got a hundred dollars but they want you to bring the band you know right (laughs) right well i'm sorry honey these guys this is their livelihood they're not gonna you know, do this. So we got to figure something else out. But yeah,
0: hundred dollars can't even get the gas in the bus. <laughs>
1: come on now. And yeah. So yeah, the the only the the one thing that I've learned though, and I have to be honest, when I'm dealing with a lot of the churches, it gets a little. Um, they like to take advantage. Um, a lot of times, uh, they feel like, well, this is ministry and. You know, you should just do it. But, you know, you can't call the gas company and say, hey, you know, I'm just, I know that it's just light, you know, can you just not charge me a bill like, you know, will you not cut off my lights and I haven't paid you in three months. I right. mean, right. you know, it gets, that's the one thing I've learned, like, with a lot of the religious organizations. And maybe I just haven't worked with the right one. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't comp- know. Yeah.
1: yeah i I mean
0: yeah we're dealing with uh fellow human beings and and unfortunately yeah the the whole music scene is is somewhat saturated with hey i'll i'll let you play in my place isn't that great (laughs) exactly (laughs) and and no no it's not great for me because i need to eat also you know Amen. yeah so we're we're trying to uh On this show, do what we can um, to to kind of right the ship, if you will. And it starts by having the conversations about how do we make sure that our fellow artists around the world are compensated for their intellectual properties. And so it's it's something that you know it's it's near and dear to my heart, and um, I'm still learning and trying to figure out ways. Uh, to make this, um, you know, a, a more even playing field where people do get compensated handsomely for what they do in this world. So, um, so we'll keep we'll keep having the chat. But meanwhile, I do want to play another one, and uh, okay. this one is called "Don't Want to Walk Alone." Alone. I love the synthesizer in that. Tell us about that song, creating that That, first of all.
1: Yeah, that was a song that I wrote um, during a point in my life where I just, I didn't understand my purpose of, of why I was here, what I was supposed to do, but even in my confusion I knew that whatever I was supposed to do, that I know God has to be a part of it. And, um, it took me, you know, it's amazing. It took me a while to be able to sing that song in person because I would get so choked up in emotion, but I can do it now with no problem. Right. But when I first started performing that song live, it took, it just took something out of me. And because it was from the gut, it was from my heart, you know, not that any of the songs aren't, but when you expose yourself it it you become true and this open book, it just seems like it was just harder for me to, to sing it.
0: Um, yeah, you're totally vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. But in that song, when I wrote that, I knew that, you know, I just been trying to do so many things and realizing maybe that's not what God wanted you to do, or you didn't pray about it first or, you're assuming that that's what you're supposed to be doing. And when I realized that I should have been pursuing my music all along, um, because there was a time in my life where I didn't sing at all. You know, um, when I got married and I, my cousin wasn't trying to hear that stuff about recording and going to work with other guys and stuff. He wasn't trying to hear that. So it was for a long time I didn't sing. And when I decided to get back into the industry after I got divorced, I had joined the church here in Chicago, a mega church actually. I was a mega church now. At the time, it wasn't, but I realized that that was the biggest thing missing out of my life was music. That that was the emptiness. That was the void. Was that I wasn't pursuing my music, and that was something that I was really born to do, or my father instilled in me that that's what I should have been doing.
4: Yeah. So
1: if I can encourage anybody to follow your heart, follow your passions people have opinions just like we all have behind holes you know we all have buttholes everybody has an opinion what they think or feel that you should be doing but what do you want to do what is it that your heart desires with your passion instead of trying to live what everybody else thinks you should do yeah and I know that was a problem in my in my life too I had too many p- things in my ear people in my ear telling me you this is what you should do you shouldn't do that and you know, or they didn't accept you because you wouldn't conform into what they felt you should do.
0: Ah, you know, don't listen to any of them. Always come don't to listen. me. Always come to me, Sylvia. Yeah. I will counsel you. <laughs> <laughs> I hey.
3: <love>
4: that
0: case. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's, there, you know, it's, I'm saying that I'm, of course I'm kidding, but there's an observation that I've noticed. And I did the same thing too. I, I had set my music down for a long time. Um, because I didn't want to be out on the road and and I was pretty committed as a father but every single person you that you look out there whether the tops of the pops or the biggest stars or the tiniest you know artist or whatever their. um their fame level or non-fame level, everybody seems to do the same thing. We go away from music, but we can't stay away from music.
4: We exactly. if, if you're a
0: musician and you have that built into you, it's just a, yeah. a matter of time that you're going to circle back, you know? And yeah. and I think sometimes the breaks are a, a lesson in us. We need to learn something and be away from it. And then we kind of reconnect and uh, build on those foundations or lessons learned, I think, you know,
1: Yeah, most so, definitely. yeah,
0: but it's always good yeah. to come home, right? You're like, you it come is. back to that and it's yeah. like, wow, I, you know, I missed this so badly. You
1: exactly. Know?
0: Yeah. And I think it's time for the glide party mix. What do you say? Woo!
1: Yeah.
3: Right, let's right. it. Oh yeah. Y'all know what this is. What has he done for you, gospel flag? I got my girl, Sylvia Frederick. This is Janet with my boy, DJ Teddy Jackson. Y'all get out
5: on the floor.
3: Let's do this. Alpha, move to the right.
2: Omega, back to the left. Beyonce, just like you are a winner. Whether you're a saint or saint.
3: Tell you this, whatever you're doing, I know that everybody can reflect on his goodness.
2: Don't so leave it's not, not my, my fault. fault. This is how you got yes, oh to proud. Prince of Peace, do let's go crazy. crazy. Okay. okay. Don't forget, forget to tell me. the
3: story.
0: you want to scream and shout doesn't it <laughs> yeah you got a whole glide party mix going on there girl that's nice i could see you Thank turning you. the church upside down with that one
1: <laughs> yeah we actually have fun it's a um a video on youtube uh the official video is on youtube what has he done for you um gospel glide remix and also an, uh an uh, instructional video so you can see how the dance steps go but yeah that's that's the picnic favorite. Um, when you're out with the family reunions, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's a lot of here in Chicago and probably across the, the U.S., there's uh, dance troops that get together every week and do all the line dances that are out. So, yeah, I've been trying to get that out, promote it, and get it out more. And you know, it's so funny, people are like, but it's a gospel song, should we be dancing to it? Why not? not? Yeah, for sure.
0: For sure. And you don't need a wood dance floor because it's a glide party. You can do it on the grass, right? Yes, you can. (laughs) Very cool. (laughs) Hey, let me ask you, who was your favorite singers growing up that you kind of like were so inspired by that they kind of helped you create, you know, the, the, you know, who that the Sylvia Federic that we know and love today, who were the people that really, really inspired you?
1: Many references. Jermaine Hawkins, Patrice Rushen, The Emulsion, Tina Marie. Um, uh, God, uh, those were my main favorites. Minnie Riperton captured my heart at such a young age because, you know, when she passed away, I was only probably what about, I was a preteen, But growing up listening to her music from when she was wrote with Rotary Connection and when uh, the late, great uh, producer that uh, wrote the song for her, LaFleur, that when she went up there in those rafters with that note. And I'm just saying it was just amazing like this. She had to be an angel from God because this, you know, she was way before her time too. a lot of people didn't really embrace her her gift until after she had passed away in 79. Yeah. But, um, those girls really touched my heart. Um, those, those ladies inspired me and Tremaine Hawkins, even though she can do traditional, she is a traditional gospel singer. It's just that she had a more higher range where I could relate to. Right. And I would just be amazed how Tremaine Hawkins, she could go down in the, in the gutter and she can go way up in the rafters. Her, 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 um, her range is just amazing,
0: yeah, it's a, yeah, so. it's something how how some of these ladies can just go into the stratosphere, you know it's crazy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> including you, yeah.
1: yeah yeah, thank you so much hey, thank so
0: tell me as we're as we're coming down to the end here, Sylvia, please give us the best way that people can reach out to you, support you, purchase your music, where can we go to find out all about, about the great music of Sylvia Fedrick.
1: Well, that's a great question. Um, you could go to cdbaby.com. Um, All of my music is available there. Um, if you type in Sylvia Fendrick. Um, actually, just about any download company from iTunes to Rhapsody, Google Play, um, a lot of the download companies are available. But, you know, also go to my website at www.sangseal.com. And that's saying S-A-N-G-S-Y-L, which is my, the first three letters of my first name, com, And you can listen to my music, look at the videos, the Gospel Live video is there, the Gentle Breeze video is there, interviews are there, and hopefully we're going to upload this interview that we're doing today on that page. Yes, indeed. Uh, so people can go back and review it. But to purchase my music, the, the best spot, try cdbaby.com first. Great. Or you can go to iTunes, iHeartRadio.com, um, if you go on there and listen to my music, the tabs are there to lead you back to iTunes to purchase the music. So I would appreciate the support. It would be wonderful.
0: Awesome. And we will do that. We'll put all of those links in the show notes so everybody can reach out and connect to you on the socials, your website, all of the places. Please support Sylvia and Sylvia, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. I want oh, to wish you all the you. success oh. in the world. <laughs>
1: Thank no, I and the same to you, James. May this I pray that you get Emmy nominations, Oscars, or whatever is available for you um for even creating this platform. I mean,
6: thank you so much.
0: It's a pleasure. All right, Sylvia. Thanks so much.
6: Thank you. Have a great day. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Wanna Be Loved, State of Grace and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. By Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon jameskevinoconnor.com Geography of the Soul the beautiful CD that you need to own today. By James Kevin O'Connor.
0: Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Sometimes you gotta go through. Gentle breeze. Don't wanna walk alone. The Glide Party Mix. That was some awesome hot music from Sylvia Fedrick. You can check her out on the Dharmic Evolution website, now in 56 countries and growing strong. And we're very close to launching our very own radio TV satellite network, that will put this show into 198 countries very soon. Yes, it's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. Stay tuned for all the details, and you can now visit the site to find out about all the exciting work we're doing around the world. Go to the thejamesoconnoragency.com or dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on this show, you are on the site. And people from 56 countries are logging in to see you. That's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, master storyteller, and now international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on,
5: I don't, take a ride with me. Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all of this. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So right on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on Just the